Hey everybody, this is Shannon with VIP Kid World, and welcome back. Today in this podcast, I want to continue on with the series, the ABCs for VIPs, and I want to move on into the next letter, letter D. When I was thinking about what I'd want to you know, have for the topic of letter D, there was something that popped into my mind. Um, it was very clear and I knew exactly what I think, um, one of the things I love the most about this company. So uh, letter D is going to be for diversity. You know, one of the things that I love so much about VIP Kid is how truly diverse it is. I mean, think about it this way. We have teachers from every single possible walk of life. We have young teachers, older teachers, male, female, every race, ethnicity, background you can think of. We've got teachers with very limited teaching experience up to decades worth of experience in the classroom. Even ones with lower or upper level degrees in or not in the related field to teaching. Really, VIP Kid teachers represent literally our entire society as a whole. But that's not the only part of diversity that exists with VIP Kid. It's not just about us, it's not just about teachers, but also what diversity as a concept allows us to do for each and every student that walks into our classroom. You know, I was reading uh, this article recently um, and it came from the uh, Queensboro Community College. It had to do with diversity. And one of the things that <clears throat> they talk about is kind of their overscoping definition of diversity. And I really loved what it said. So I'm gonna read a small excerpt from uh, this article. It says, the concept of diversity encompasses acceptance and respect. It means understanding that each individual is unique and recognizing our individual differences. These can be along the dimensions of race, ethnicity, gender, sexual orientation, socioeconomic status, age, physical abilities, religious beliefs, political beliefs, or other ideologies. It is the exploration of these differences in a safe, positive, and nurturing environment. It is about understanding each other and moving beyond simple tolerance to embracing and celebrating the rich dimensions of diversity contained within each individual. Wow, I love that last sentence, talking about embracing and celebrating even how rich those dimensions are, the differences, the diversity that every single person contains within themselves. So it's not just, as mentioned, the teachers, but also what we're looking at is how diversity in the VIP Kid classroom can actually show itself in quite a few different ways. I'm sure many of you have thought about how to maybe diversify your classroom, to make it a world that doesn't just teach English, but also teaches other things in the interim. Sometimes diversity can also come in the form of how we choose to respect our students, how we choose to appreciate the norms of their lives, their culture, maybe even it becoming a part of our lives. 
You know, a lot of teachers before they started working with VIP Kid didn't know much about Chinese culture, but once they dug deep into it, now many teachers are embracing Chinese New Year, um, Spring Festival. They're making some of those rituals that their students participate in a part of their own lives, appreciating the norms, appreciating the culture, learning about students, and then accepting that that is a part of their world. It's just like we mentioned in the last podcast on Chinese education system. It's important that we accept what is their norm, what is their world. That is how we're able to really diversify the classroom, saying that I accept you, but I also at the same time want to teach you some things about my world. Now, it's, it's not just taking in what they give us, though. Think about it in ways that we get the opportunity to share parts of our lives. Um, teachers may decorate their classroom for different holidays. They may uh, show students pictures of things that are going on in their life, their children's lives, exposing the students to something that shares a little piece of our culture, a little piece of something that maybe these students have never been exposed to. I think that the idea of allowing students to be or helping students to be exposed to new ideas is is such a powerful one. Because when our students are allowed to see what the world is like, it opens up their minds to something totally different. Now, of course, what we are not talking about here is trying to teach children things we should not be teaching. Now, please don't try to indoctrinate your VIP kid students with ideas of government or, or religion or any of that other stuff. We, we want to keep that out of our classroom um, because, of course, it is China. So we want to be very respectful of what their lives are like, but also the fact that this is still a classroom and there are still boundaries of what we want to talk about. But that doesn't mean that we don't have an amazing opportunity to expose our students to this unknown world, this this beautiful world of difference that exists across, across the earth. You know, maybe not our students in the very big uh, cities, maybe our students in Beijing or Shanghai or the cities that have a lot of visitors. But some of our students definitely have minimal exposure to the outside world, minimal exposure to uh, new people around them, to people who don't look like them, who don't sound like them, people who have different holidays, different customs, different foods, different eye color, hair color, everything seeming to be different. It's one of the things that I always loved about teaching trial classes and the idea that I could teach a trial class to a student who maybe had never seen anyone who looked like me before. The idea of being able to introduce the world to a student in the form of people are different than the things that you've known for your entire life. There's a whole world out there that I hope one day you get to embrace and get to find and get to see and get to enjoy. What an awesome opportunity for us in our classroom. But But how can we do that other than simply sharing our holidays or asking certain kinds of questions? How can we really help our students to embrace the diversity that exists across the world while also at the same time respecting theirs? Well, one of the things that I love so much about the curriculum 
is how many opportunities we really do have for discussing um, culture. You know, we have different PowerPoints that come up throughout level three, four, five, six, that in some way happen to introduce topics from different countries. Whether you're talking about, um, you know, in level three, you get to talk about Brazil, and <laughs> uh, in level two, you get to talk about England. Um, you also talk about different places in the world in level four when you're discussing landmarks and things like that. So these are really cool opportunities for us to not just teach English, but to take our students outside of the box of simply learning how to pronounce these words and these, these concepts and these countries, but being able to introduce them to things that should pique their interest. Being able to ask those questions like, did you know? Have you seen this before? Have you ever heard of this before? One of my favorite things in level three when we introduce um, the, uh, I think it's the Brazil unit in level three, unit 12, we introduce um, like the idea of other languages. And I always love teaching my students at that point, hola, you know, hello in Spanish. And then I tell them, look at what you can do. You can say hello in three different languages. And they always find that so very funny. Being able to expose them even in our own class to the fact that, hey, this world is huge and it is there for the taking for you in your future. Uh, introducing them to things through the stories that they may be unfamiliar with, not just asking, have you seen this, but maybe even, have you ever heard of this? Have you ever experienced this? Have you ever eaten this food that's on the slide? I always like to you know, ask my students, what's the difference between Chinese and Japanese sushi, right? When we get to that unit, it's, it's absolutely, hilarious. Um, what do you think about this? It's, it's such an interesting perspective when you ask a student about something that they've never really been exposed to and just say, what do you think about this? What does, how does this make you feel? Do you think this is a good thing? Do you think this is a bad thing? Do you like it? Would you like to experience this? I think being able to ask students if they want to experience things that are kind of outside of the realm of things that they've always experienced is such an eye-opening opportunity. If you've had the opportunity to travel to another country, there's this thing that happens the first time you actually get the chance to go and leave the United States. And it really does make the world, not smaller, but it makes the world seem uh, more interesting, more approachable, more easy to accept that people are different. And the differences that people have are absolutely wonderful. But sometimes it's hard to see those if we're always inside of our little boxes. Another thing I think of when we're able to use the VIP Kid curriculum is mentioned, not just teaching simply English, but being able to open our students' eyes to the beauty that the world has, the, the beauty in diversity, the beauty in the differences between cultures, between people, the way they look, the way they sound, the way they think, the things they like and the things they don't like. Giving students, hopefully, at least it's something I hope I get from my students is a desire to go out into that world, a desire to one day be able to explore this world with so many different things that offered that are offered to them and hopefully be able to explore it as a fluent speaker <laughs> being able to understand that people are different it's a it's an awesome thing it's an amazing part of growing up of 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 learning being able to see 
and embrace the differences, the things that make us different. You know, that's not really a thing in China. One of the, the big parts of the Chinese culture is this concept of um, being one, being one body. Everyone works together. Um, it's a concept that's very different from the United States, but it's, it's this idea that people all work together and they improve themselves as individuals so that the culture, so that the society, so that the country becomes a stronger unit. Um, very different from many other countries, but it also sometimes um, suppresses that need, that desire, that want for individuality. And here we're able to show our students that there is this amazing side to being an individual, to seeing how people are different, to embracing in the differences that ex exist everywhere in this world. Even being able to rejoice in those differences in ways that make sense in an English class. Um, not just in the curriculum, but also words. You know, I was having a discussion with one of my students this week. Oh my gosh, this was, <laughs> it was hilarious. I'm, so we get to this, I don't even know how, it had nothing to do with the class. But my student starts talking about cookies or crackers. I think somehow cracker came up in the, in the um, curriculum. And I show my student, okay, crackers. And, and he's like, yeah, crackers are sweet. And I was like, okay, well, so I pull up on my phone a picture of some crackers. And my student's like, no, those are cookies. And I was like, well, yes, in certain countries, this is this and this is that. But if you were to come to the United States, Let's talk about it. These are going to be crackers. So I show him some pictures. And then I say, if you want something sweet, you would ask for cookies. And he's like, oh yeah, like the chocolate ones. And then we looked at pictures. And then I said, but then he was like, but I thought those were biscuits. And, and then I said, okay, well, let me show a picture of a biscuit. And once I showed him a picture of a biscuit, he was, he was lost at that point. I saw this look on his face and I've been teaching this kid for like three years. And he was just like, I don't know which word is which. I could see how very difficult that could be. But being able to share not only the diversity of people, but also the diversity of language. Uh, yes, we call football, they call soccer football, and we call it soccer and, and, and whatever. That is what it is. But it's, it, it's also a really cool part of language in how diverse it is and how it doesn't have to be wrong. It just has to be different. And being able to embrace those differences and say, yeah, in this country, that's what people do. And in that country, that's what people do. And some people pronounce words like this and some people pronounce words like that. And it's all good. <laughs> it all sounds good to me. That's one of the things that I absolutely adore about teaching with VIP Kid. Being able to truly embrace the differences and the diversity that our world offers and being able to teach that to someone who I hope one day wants to run out there and grab it by the horns and embrace that diversity for themselves firsthand. Well, that's the end of our podcast. I appreciate you listening. Once again, thank you so much for your support. Um, if you are following the podcast, thank you so much. If you haven't been able to follow it, I know my Apple 
folks are easy to follow and they they get pop-ups but everyone else is having a little trouble getting notifications so I also have a Facebook page so if you search VIP kid world under Facebook pages you'll see that and every time I post a new face um, a podcast I'll throw a new Facebook thing on there so you can follow the page and get an announcement if you want to keep up with when these come out trying to put them out every week at least um, so you should be able to find a new podcast each week thank you guys so much for listening thank you for um, sharing please feel free to continue sharing in Facebook groups or wherever you think teachers would find this content useful let me know what you think give me ideas or suggestions if you want to shoot me an email thank you so much for listening and I can't wait to bring you our next letter uh, it's going to be a good one Thanks, guys, and I'll see you in the next podcast.